What do the Seminoles have to do to prove against Southern Miss that they are a top five team now and all the way through this season? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another edition of Locked On Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith. Thank you to the everydayers that make this show so great. Everyone can find this show wherever they get their podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Network, your team, every day. Today's show is going to have three primary components. Number one, we're going to talk about motivation, playing Southern Miss, a team that Florida State should flat out beat, how they do it, the way it looks, that will help solidify them in the top five and set a standard right off the bat this season that it wasn't just the LSU game, but FSU is here in the top five to stay. To that point, in segment two, we're going to talk a little bit about the depth chart, some of the players coming up, some guys that might need to kind of rise up, get a more, more reps, if you will. They're not playing LSU. This is Southern Miss. Let's see what they can do. Segment three, this is my favorite category. You guessed it, recruiting. Florida State has a lot of recruits coming to campus, going to talk about what that's about, how you solidify this class with the first big weekend. So with that note, big weekend, even though it's not necessarily a big opponent, a lot of things to get done. With that, here we go. Game time. This is our sponsor for today. It's a great app. Make sure you download it. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. It's an easy app to use. You can find last-minute deals. Check out the Game Time app. So let's dive right in here. Florida State has a lot of different things going on that are positive right now. You got a Heisman candidate at quarterback. You got a defense that completely shut down LSU in the second half of Week One of college football's biggest game. Everything's rolling. You play Southern Miss in Week Two. Are you ready? Up here to get it done? That's the question. My proclamation for this podcast is they will be, and I'm going to get more and more into it as we go into the show and especially in segment two, but these are the key categories. As always, I've got my notes next to me, and here's the thing that I put most notably among all of them, being able to be dominant with mental focus. Now, that sounds kind of awkward to some maybe, but You think dominant, you think physical. Well, this is battling yourself. Nobody is excited about Southern Miss like they are LSU. Unless you maybe had somebody in your family that went to Southern Miss, or maybe you did, but you're a Knowles fan. Outside of that, the LSU game is far bigger. Not questioning it. But if you're Mike Norvell and his staff, this game is actually the bigger test for how good you are, not only this year, but going down the line for the younger players, et cetera. Who is dialed in. Control the things that you control. Practice, eating habits, sleep, not partying, not being an idiot. We beat LSU, but now we're going to go take another step. Are you a mature enough young man to do that? Each player on the roster, scholarship or otherwise. Those are the things that college coaches, Norvell and his staff included, constantly harp on. It practices, at meetings, with their workouts, through the strength coaching staff, It's across the board. 
FBS, FCS, etc. Big win next week is almost always a letdown. And this personal pet peeve for me drives me nuts. Why work hard all offseason, beat the opponent that you wanted to beat, and then even if you win, you look lethargic and nobody cares. You win 28 to 20 against a team you should have beat by 30. I don't think Florida State's going to do that, and I'm going to prove that here today. So number one on it, this is a mature team. They have a lot of kids that are transfers, that have been in other programs, wanted to take a step up, whatever the case may be. Take Verse, for an example, at defensive end. He talks a lot about being a part of a brotherhood at Florida State. Same thing with Jordan Travis. Same thing with several other guys on the roster. I'm not going to name them all. They want to take that next step and help Florida State get over the hump. It's been a minute since Florida State was truly a national title contender. You're, you're number four in the country now. You have something to prove. So here are my, my three things with it generically, and I'll, I'll get more into it on the offense. I picked offense for segment two specifically on the depth chart. Special teams, no blunders. This is the kind of game where a team like Southern Miss, they block a punt or return a kickoff for a touchdown, something that just sucks the life out of Dope Campbell Stadium. Like Florida State goes down and scores. Let's say they win the kickoff or win the, win the coin toss, go down and score. Kickoff and, and Southern Miss doesn't even take the field. And they're, you know, they're back up there with Florida State 7-7. Seven to seven. Those kinds of plays cannot happen. That's one. Number two, consistency, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, all across the board, offense, defense, and special teams. Effort, effort, effort. I don't want to hear any BS from fans, coaches, players or anybody else if florida state lays an egg i'll be the first guy to come on here and hammer them i do not care i am blunt as it gets i do not care it drives me bananas when teams do that but again i'm predicting that they won't because they're mature all the experience they have the leadership they have the plan that norvell has in place there's no reason to go out and lay an egg here's the last point about this and you can you can take it however you want but Florida State won one game that was big. There are still people that doubt them. Fair not, that's true. If you go out in game two, and it's your home opener for crying out loud, you should want to be excited to play in front of your classmates and everybody else anyway. If you go out and drop a 48-3 to score or something of that nature against Southern Miss, especially while playing a lot of backups, Again, we're going to get into that in segment two. If you drop the hammer, there's no doubting. We will know if Florida State is a real title contender in a lot of ways based on this game as much, if not more, than LSU. Think about all the teams. You can put Florida State in this if you want, but think about all the teams in the last 10 years you watched early in the season. You say, yeah, they're pretty good. They got a chance to make the playoff. They're top 10. Let's see what they do. And then they go out against a team they're favored by two, three touchdowns and just come out lethargic, not focused, have some kind of big blunder where the other team gets a scoop and score, whatever it may be. And then in the fourth quarter, you turn that game back on. You're like, holy cow, they're only up three. There's two minutes left. The other team's got the ball. I don't think that's going to happen with Florida State, but that's what you're trying to avoid. All the naysayers are hoping for it because they want to just throw you under the bus. That's that's just the nature of people. It's up to Florida State, nobody else, 
to give them nothing to talk about except for Florida State stomped Southern Miss. Will it happen? Well, I think so. My prediction, just for the record, on the final score is 49 to 10. I think Florida State will, if they want, they could probably score more than that because a real quick note, I got a couple stats and a few really good players for them, but they just don't have enough power and talent in the trenches, I think, to compete with Florida State, and that's why I think the score will be that big. Now, their quarterback's pretty good. Uh, Billy Waltz went to Clemson, transferred, set out, and didn't play last year. He was 21 and 28 and three scores last week. He can throw it. Can they protect him? I mean, LSU struggled with a very mobile quarterback to keep their quarterback upright against Florida State. Eh. And then on the other side against Alcorn State, Southern Miss, they only had a couple tackles for loss and didn't have a sack. That's not a good sign. Against Jordan Travis? Eh. I'm going to take the Knowles to roll on offense. And I think they're, they, what was it, 62%, 63% they hit on third down last week? They could be above. If they're locked in, they could push 70% on third down, which is insane. But all that experience again, all that motivation, they should be able to do it. So again, segment two, going to talk about the Florida State depth chart. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the players. I, I got a few that I'm curious about. And I'd like for you all to comment on it for those of you on YouTube, et cetera. Who do you think comes in off the depth chart? I want you to start thinking about that before segment two, especially at receiver. I'm curious because Florida State obviously has two elite players at receiver. But we've heard for a long time and seen some of them off the bench that have been pretty good too. How does Norvell and his staff use that, especially in the first home opener? That's that's not an easy thing to do. All right. Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. You don't have to look like I do, basically. If you get involved with it soon enough and check it out, you can change the pattern that you're going on. Take the first step, first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men. Promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's Nutrafol.com slash men. Promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Now, let's talk a little bit about the depth chart. Florida State has a lot of depth on all three areas, special teams, offense, and defense, in my opinion. But the offense, number one, fans generally enjoy listening to it. And number two, I just have a personal preference to find out more. This is just my own thought process here, so I'll admit to the guilt there. What does Florida State do at the wide receiver position? You got Keon. You're not taking him off the field much. Johnny needs to catch the ball a little better. I'm going to harp on that till I see him have five or six throws 
his direction in a game and he doesn't drop even one. I'll, I'll do it every week. It drives me nuts. But besides those two, they still got plenty of other guys. I've got a few guys that I'm curious about when they're going to play, and I'm just using them as examples. They might go in another direction. They might run more 12 personnel this week. I have no idea. They've got enough versatility with the running backs to run 21 personnel if they want more, like they did in the second half against LSU. That means two running backs, one tight end. I don't know. They might also run 21 and scoot a running back out to slot. They, there's endless possibilities. That's why the spread is so interesting. So what are they going to do? These, <clears throat> excuse me, these are the three receivers off the top of my head that I think need to get the ball more, need to be involved more long-term. You need to get them live reps in meaningful situations on game day. They got to get used to playing at Doak anyhow. So <clears throat> let's see what happens. Winston Wright's a transfer from West Virginia. I don't know what his health status is. I'm hoping he's ready to roll. We'll see. Obviously, you got Destin Hill, who started, caught the first ball in the game against LSU. I want to see him even more in terms of the ball in his hands, a reverse, uh, one of those little quarterback deals where they catch. It's called a completion, but they catch it and just they flip it. It's not really a pass, but it's ruled a completion. Little things like that, maybe faking it to him, then throwing a screen to the run. Some of that stuff that gets dynamic, but really isn't that complex for the quarterback and the receivers to operate. They could do with those kind of guys. How about Kentron? He's obviously very athletic. Find a way to get him on a slip screen. Let's do that. <clears throat> then Hakeem Williams. I've seen him play several times in high school. Played at Stranahan. He was nationally recruited. Big time player. They need to get guys like that to football. Big body guy too. <clears throat> he might be Keon Coleman's replacement slash Johnny Wilson's. For those of you that don't know, Williams is... 215-ish, 6'3 or bigger, that's a big-bodied kid that can play that boundary spot that is just very difficult to find guys that are good and that can really run. Williams fits the mold, and that's why he was recruited nationally. So I think those three guys are really important, but that's not all. With Florida State, I'm curious to see if they rotate any offensive linemen, <coughs> excuse me, and whether or not they use a lot of tight end depth. The guy that I've got circled, I thought looked pretty good against LSU was Kyle Morlock. He's a pretty good looking player. Obviously a certain young man on, on a little reverse, et cetera, looked really good at tight end. I'm just curious to see more of the depth. That's all the point is here. When you can constantly go back and forth in a game, 22 personnel, 12, then all of a sudden you go 13 traditional spread formation but you stay with the same personnel. And FSU is one of the rare teams that can do that, meaning you have tight ends out wide that act like receivers, basically. I know the numbers. You run the same thing with your tight ends you do with the receivers. How does the defense align and handle it? You need to see how your guys handle them. Again, nothing against Southern Miss. They're not going to be able to handle the skill of Florida State, barring something completely unforeseen. They don't rush the passer and don't get a lot of penetration based on two tackles for loss and zero sacks against Alcorn State. Look, Florida State's O-line should be good there. You're going to have time to throw. Jordan Travis should be out of this game by middle third quarter. It should be 24 to three and a half, something like that. that that's just reality. Uh, Florida State should also be able to be consistent with it, meaning, again, I just want to bring this up from segment one, locked in, not just hit a 50-yard play and score, then – 
couple of terrible plays and a punt in the next drive, consistently move the football. So last thing, and this is open-ended, is something else. If you want to comment on this, I'm not sure what the answer is. It's just something I was thinking about. Which offensive players surprise? Which players? Is it, you know, one of the guys I mentioned off the bench? What about the running back depth? You know, Rodney Hill get the ball more. There's a possibility of a lot of different things there. I'm not really sure. Uh, Florida State has a lot of different players they can put in the game at the skill spots, obviously. So that that's a possibility. Real quick, college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. It's on every YouTube channel that we have, this one included. Make sure you check it out. Again, 11 a.m., to 1 p.m. every Friday. It's a locked-on college football show going over the analysts from different sites talking about their games, implications for conference championships, the playoffs, etc. All right, <clears throat> before I end this segment, segment three is recruiting and how having a home game is so important to get guys on campus. 24 class and, and some older kids. I, I was just talking with a recruit from the 25 class that Florida State's recruiting, and he's going to have an opportunity to go to the first home game this year. It's a big deal. He wants to see what it's like. This is a national recruit. And we're going to kind of talk about what is a game day visit, how this sets up Florida State for the future. I know I normally, normally start with recruiting, but because of the importance of how Florida State started this season, I wanted to do recruiting in segment three today just to be a little different and go under the prediction. Just wanted to make that mention. All right. Game day. This is our primary sponsor today. Make sure you check them out. Forget planning for months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, theater, whatever it is you're looking for. Download the game time app and they can figure it out. They will have something for you. The game time guarantees you. Always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section, in the same row, on another app. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's pretty cool. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about. In this third segment, what recruiting is on a game day, the important things that go on, why this particular game day is important, even though it's Southern Miss, you might be a little surprised by that. But there are a couple of basic things. Number one, I just get this out of the way. Recruiting has changed and is an accelerated pace that's never even been thought of before, let alone seen. The, <clears throat> I don't have the list in front of me, nor do I really care. But there will be class of 24, 25, 26, and probably 27 prospects, meaning freshmen in high school, in the stands 
or on the side, whatever, at Florida State's game. And at, at Florida, at Miami, at South Carolina, at Georgia Tech, you name it. Recruiting is accelerated. Every chance the Knowles get to bring kids to campus, as many as they can, is the op- opportunity that they must look at. You know, obviously, we want the five-star kids. That's fine. But especially with these underclassmen, we just kind of have an idea. I get to see some of these 15U, seven-on-seven tournaments or alignment camp. I have an idea, but they're not developed yet. You start recruiting them, and the kids that really pan out, you start recruiting them harder. Getting them on campus now, though, gets their head thinking about, hey, Florida State's an option for me. The kid that I mentioned in segment two was Hilton Drake Stubbs. He's a safety out of Mandarin in Jacksonville, Florida. It's a big-time recruit. He could go to a number of schools. His brother is a walk-on at Florida State. Obviously, that gives the Knowles a little bit of an edge, but he's open-ended. He wants to go through the process and learn about a lot of different things that are going on. He's going to probably visit other places, but he's coming to the Southern Miss game. I'm sure he's going to go see his brother, and that's great. Here's a chance, this is an example, to impress a class of 25 player that's a big-time recruit in your backyard. It's a couple hours over to Jacksonville. It's not that hard for him to get there. It's a straight shot on I-10. Very easy. Can Norville and his staff show him and others that this is a great opportunity for you? The game day, you know, I'm sure most of you listen to this podcast, they've been to, you all been to a game in Doak. The home crowd, the atmosphere before the game, all the restaurants, how Tallahassee comes along, all of that together is a part of the experience. The more times you get these kids on campus to do that, I mean, the more times you're you're going to win. Because you, you just need them to be thinking about Florida State and why it's an opportunity. I also think <clears throat> with it being the first game, the kids that come, whether it's from a Georgia kid, an Alabama kid, a kid from Orlando, whatever, if they come to the game and it's Southern Miss, again, that's not the greatest opponent, let's just be honest. That's a sign for Norvell and his staff that this is a group of young men, whichever ones are really into it, asking questions or involved, that we should recruit. Some kids are just big game hype game guys. And it's usually a five-star kid. They just go big game hunting. They want a free ticket to a great game. They have no interest in the school, basically. You can't say no to the kid because he's a five-star and you got you to gotta go swing for the fences no matter what. But especially the, the three, four-star kid that has, you know, 10, 15 offers that's really good. Florida State's made a living off that here recently. And quite honestly, Bobby Bowden did too for a lot of the years through the 80s until the late 80s. And then it got into the early 90s and then recruiting just went bonkers. 89, 90s, starting right in there, it just got crazy. And they were top three pretty much every year for about a decade. They still did a good job of self-evaluating themselves on how they did things, what they should look for, and bringing in kids that fit, all of that. Part of that in today's era, which kids come to your games that it's not Florida State, Florida? It's not Florida State, Miami, or Clemson, or something like that. Do they come to a game like this? It's part of the evaluation process. How interested are they in our program? Will they fit in with us, with our culture? If you do not have culture, you do not have a chance at the college football playoff, and you could absolutely forget about winning a title. This is a big game for that reason. Just something to think about, and quite honestly, 
I wish that more staffs looked at it like that, but too many, I mean, Norvell and his, his guys have done a great job. Too many staffs just think about the talent and then they end up having a disaster. I won't name any teams, but quite a few, you can probably go forward and find in the last five years alone. Boy, that team had a lot of talent, but they finished five and seven. Why was that? Here's why you got to change culture sometimes, even if that means giving up a little bit of talent to get to where you want to go. Something to think about. Anyway, I've got the Knowles winning 49 to 10. Just a reminder, please like this podcast. Please subscribe. Please share it and comment. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you gave me a five-star review. Make sure that you give an honest opinion. I'm more than happy to listen to what you have to say. If there's something you want to hear, if there is a... <clears throat> a podcast idea. I'm more than happy to do that. In fact, make sure you just, you can drop me an email here for those of you who are on, on YouTube. Uh, Canes at Knowles Rivalry at gmail.com. Canes and Knowles Rivalry at gmail.com. Very basic, whatever it is you have an idea on. I did a podcast on Thursday that was all about this. Somebody sent me a note, so I did a recruiting index deal. I'm going to talk more about that in the future. That's a really big box topic. Make sure you check out all the different things that you're interested in. Write down a couple and send me an email. I'm more than happy to. Or comment. If you're on YouTube, comment. Hey, I would like to hear about this or this player. More than happy to do it. Absolutely. So for all, we will be back all through the weekend. I might have a few shorts and other things coming up over the weekend. Make sure you check back with Locked On Seminoles. Until then, everybody be good and have a great day.